We are I. Is it easier to find community when you're actively doing something? You know, I thought about this yesterday when, you know, I met somebody, well, that I had a meeting with somebody that I recently met, you know, down at the the pumpkin patch and explained kind of the vision, the idea and how it all came about. And, you know, like the concept and the, and the relevance and what my desire and uh, my vision is for Telvi Kessa. Now, I love explaining Telvi Kessa to people because I think when they first initially hear those words, Telvi Kessa, it's like, what is that? It's the intrigue. But it's Finnish. Telvi is Finnish for winter, and Kessa is Finnish for summer. So ice bath, sauna winter, summer. It's really, it's just, it's very plain, very simple. But everybody within that community is very intrigued by it. So I think it adds this element, something more than just calling it an ice bath or sauna. I've noticed anyway. And the thing is, is I think people who are connected with that community of ice baths, saunas, you know, progressive health strategies. And the one thing that I realize about all these people and myself too is, although there's a lot of like mainstream talk about these two modalities nowadays, there's something that taps us into the history of these these elements, of these modalities. Because they actually have been, you know, we as human beings have been participating in environmental hormesis, which is all these two things are, for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years, just by simply us spending the majority, not all of our time typically outside, except for very recently in our past. So that's why we have these these natural processes that happen with inside of our physiology to being outside in these elements or creating these elements in different ways, going in an ice bath, going in a sauna. Not only that is that you have a lot of Eastern European cultures and Central European cultures that have been doing these things for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. You also have these you know, cultures like, say, First Nations cultures here. They've been also been doing these things for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. You know, you have the First Nations cultures over here that used to dip their newborn babies, their infants, in cold rivers because they knew that there was something about that. They have sweat lodges where they would go to heal themselves. You know, in Eastern European cultures, you you have people, parents who leave baby carriages outside of restaurants in the wintertime, because they understand the benefit of being outside in the cold. Never mind you have the whole, you know, Ukrainian, Russian, Finnish, the whole region 
it's just littered with saunas and people going in, you know, icy rivers and icy lakes and oceans and all that kind of stuff. You know, we've, we've had examples of this. And I think when you do it, you're tapping into the history of it. And you're also tapping into elements of your physiology that say this is right. Although when you're in the ice bath, like your mind is like, you know, get out. This is cold. We don't want to be doing this. When you're in the sauna, you're like, this is, this is really hot. You know, we can't sit in here any longer. It's like, yes, because your body needs those defense mechanisms to be able to say, hey, like this shit's a little crazy. Maybe you should rethink this. But the simple fact that we're drawn to these elements, there's something intriguing, there's something invigorating. And even if you just dunk your body in cold water, there's something very invigorating about that. Are you like, we can't deny this science anymore. Like we can't deny that people who go into the sauna and regularly sauna, they end up like being like, I don't know what it is, but I'm drawn to that. And I know a lot of people who work out really hard. And it's interesting because once I admitted like, you know, sometimes when I'm sitting in the or lighting up the sauna in the morning and I really want to work out. But it's really easy for me to be like, well, you know, I'm just going to sit in the sauna. Or if I have a choice to do one or the other, I typically lean towards the sauna. And I think it's because, like, obviously, there's an element that I have an opportunity to work out more than what I sit in the sauna. But if I, at that moment, have the choice between the two, one or the other, something about just sitting in the sauna, I get pulled to that to a greater degree. And what is that? I think that's our physiology talking to us, saying like, hey, like this is this is what we need. Like this is the jam right here. It's like, okay. And again, like how exciting or how excited people get. And I realize there's a huge part of the population that's just all like, fuck it. I don't like saunas. You know, I don't like ice baths. I'm never gonna go in that shit. Blah 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 blah. Chirp, 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 chirp. Yes, absolutely. But I also know that there's a lot of people I've come across in my day that could swear that they never liked hiking or camping or being in the backcountry or anything along those lines until they step into that environment. I think it's just because people don't do enough of it because you see how hook, line, and sinker people get when they sit in the sauna or the ice bath. You know, they very much gravitate towards those things. It's like, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. There's something there. But what is it? And I don't think anybody can really explain it to me. But, you know, meeting with this person yesterday made me realize just seeing, you know, like the thoughts go through her mind, seeing the vision and just knowing that this is somebody who travels all around to be able to go in saunas and ice baths. So like the perspective is rich and this is why I wanted her opinion because I'm like, if this is somebody who travels and seeks these things out, what do you think about what I'm building here? What do you think of the view? What do you think of the atmosphere? What do you think of, you know, where it's geographically located? You know, like, what do you think about it being this size, you know, with the, these elements to it? Like, what do you think about all these things? It's like, okay, great advice. Because again, this is user participant advice. This is user participant 
you know, understanding, you know, like this is where I value these opinions and I need these opinions because, you know, I obviously have my way of thinking, but I need other people's too. I need to value and respect what other people see when they come to these places, you know, but out of it all, out of all the design, out of all the whatever, you know, like there's two very simple things that I realized from talking to her that I realized when I talked to other people too, is that for one, it has no, like the bearing of how they look does not matter. It's the function that they perform. It doesn't matter whether it's a rectangle, a square, wood burning, or a gas, or electric. You know, like obviously there's preferences in those. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, whether it's made on the outside with tin or cedar. It doesn't matter any of these things. But the few things that I realized that do matter, and they do matter in, you know, in a, a very big way, is that they're simply just there and the community of people that go, the people who seek those things out. Because that's the reason why most people go, like that social side of it. And even when there's the lack of social side, like you don't even necessarily have to be participating in the communication, but it's the, the banter of the people who go. It's the knowing that you've, you've gone somewhere, you've, sucked, you've searched out a service, you've gone there, you've participated in it with other people who've done the same thing. Nobody's forced to be there. And especially in something like what I'm building, like it's strictly by participation only. So willingful participation, like you want to be there. It's very interesting to me because right there, then you know that you have compatibility with the other people who are there. So what do you do? Where's the avenues for that in your life? Like, do you, do you get community in your life? Because again, like what I said at the start of this, I feel like when you are doing things, whether you're the person who are, is creating the environment or participating in the environment, but when you're doing things, you find your people, especially now when, you know, it takes a little bit of effort to step out your front door, but you need to find your people. You need to do something that you enjoy because the the people that you need in your life are at those places. The things that you enjoy, not everybody who's there you're going to get along with, but you know at the end of the day, if you have sought out a place to be able to do something that you value, you love, and you respect, more likely than not, you are going to come across people who are there that you are going to get along with, and that, that makes you feel good. That makes you feel real good. And then I think once we tap into that, and then like with these things, you have that element where it taps into your physiology and says, hey, now let me, let me make that even better. You know, you've got out of your house, you've, you've met people that you can you know, have conversations with, but now I'm gonna give you all these, like the dopamine and the norepinephrine and the anti-inflammatory markers. I'm gonna give you all these things to feel real good real good and that's that to me is the best part <laughs>